How far back can you remember? They say the older you get, the further back your memory goes. And uh, some of my memories go back to when I was just a little four-year-old. And uh, one of those still strikes me. When I was four, I was so deathly afraid of Santa Claus. To me, the big guy in the sleigh was not holly and jolly. He was something else. And it's because of that song. You, You know that song, that one with the stern warning in it. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, that song just kind of shouted at me, and it really put a lot of fear in me. Um, And then it got worse from there because Santa is omniscient. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. And then it really ratchets up from there. He knows if you've been bad or good. And then you can almost see the finger wagging. So you better be good for goodness sake. And you know, I think the song worked because uh, I really tried to be a good little boy after that. I think at least for a couple of hours, I think it worked. But not for the right reason. You see, natural man sometimes does have a hunger for what is right but he doesn't know where to find it, and he doesn't have the right motivation. The only, the real true heavenly motivation is the righteousness through justification by faith. Pleasing the fat man in the red suit with the beard just isn't going to get you very far. Today, our fourth beatitude is all about this search for what is right. From Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Hunger and thirst. Some of the most basic desires that we have on a daily basis. You know, it seems like students at this school are constantly hungry, aren't they? I mean, so you guys can really relate to this importance of being fed multiple times a day. Well, Jesus here is talking about having that kind of constant craving for righteousness, for the righteousness that only He can give. And there are a lot of examples in the Bible about this deep yearning for righteousness. Like Psalm 42, My soul thirsts for you, God, for you, O God, for the living God. And also Psalm 62, O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Check out the imagery here in the book of Isaiah. He says, Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what, is, what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. 
and let your soul delight itself in abundance. All of these spiritual gifts are purchased for us by the righteousness of Christ and confirmed by the faithfulness of God. This righteousness that Christ himself earned for you because, well, you can't. This righteousness that he credited to your account while taking all the debt of your sins upon him. And think about the history of this time period. When Jesus was speaking to his followers here, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. He was talking to people that were under the oppressive rule of the Roman Empire at that time. Jesus' followers were destitute. They were experiencing heavy taxation. They were denied their freedoms. I mean, they were even persecuted. And yet, Jesus says, you shall be filled. Yeah, they will be satisfied as as a hungry man is when he is finally supplied with food or a thirsty person when given a drink of water. He says they will not only have this righteousness, but that they will have their fill of it. Like Jesus said to the woman at the well, whoever drinks of the water I shall give him will never thirst, but the water I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And that's from the Gospel of John. A couple chapters later in in that same Gospel, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. It's probably good to bring up at this time another kind of righteousness, more of this horizontal righteousness that we show to our fellow man when we stick up for what's morally right. For example, in the first half of the 1800s, the prohibitionists were speaking out against what they saw as the immorality of slavery. And a few years later, it was the temperance movement against what they saw as the immorality of alcohol abuse. And that led to the prohibition of alcohol. And this is very good when man... When man speaks up for what he sees is morally right or speaks against what he sees is morally wrong, as long as we realize that this civic righteousness is just that, civic righteousness. One practice that's going on in the world today, of course, that is so obviously immoral is abortion. God wants us to uphold the gift of life. It's precious to Him. He wants, us, he wants it to be precious to us. And yet in our country, there are a little under 3,000 of these abortions every day. The worldwide number, 125,000 abortions every day. I don't have to tell you how wrong this is. If Christians, if Christians don't speak out for those who can't speak for themselves, who would? Last year, five of our students went to Washington, D.C. for that Right to Life march. Uh, This year, for your information, that event is being held on January 29th. And I believe a few of our students are hoping to go again. If you want more information, you can talk to guys like Eric Rhyme and Christian Kazemba and Sam Rademacher. 
And having a hunger for what is right in our community and country is certainly a very fine thing on this earth. And in a heavenly sense, we should always hunger and thirst for the righteousness from our Heavenly Father through faith in Jesus. And remember the promise, you shall be filled. And in a sense, we can think of it in the present time. We already are filled because His righteousness is applied to us in the here and now. It is ours. He's declared us His saints by faith. He has declared us righteous. It's as if we had never sinned. So we are now filled with joy and peace and hope and righteousness because it is accomplished already in Christ. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we await your advent with eagerness and joy. Lord Jesus, ask the Heavenly Father on our behalf not to count our sins against us, but grant us full pardon for your sake. Because you are the light of the Gentiles, enlighten all with the gospel of truth and bring them to saving faith. Convert all sinners to you, that none be left in spiritual darkness, but to wear the robe of righteousness provided freely by your love and faithfulness. In your holy name we ask, amen. We sing about this hunger and thirst in two stanzas of I Am Jesus, the Little Lamb, hymn 648, the first, the first two stanzas of 648. Mm-hmm. 